0: What's up, guys, and welcome to BitCast episode 107 for the week of December 4th, 2022. I'm your host, Jake Martin, and on the show this week, we have my good friend and graphic designer slash illustrator slash artist extraordinaire, Dustin Heisinger. Hey, Jake. (laughs) Hey, man. How'd you like that introduction? Was that uh, fair to your skills and abilities? That's a little too much. (laughs) But you're all of those things. I looked at your LinkedIn profiles, like, what's Dustin been up to lately? I want to see what he's what he's got going on. And those were all in your experience. So I had to list them.
1: LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn is very flattering for someone that barely puts up any information about <laughs> what I do or what I'm doing. It's just like, oh, you're a professional, aren't you? I'm like,
0: oh, okay. Oh, you do design. Wow. You're an illustrator. <laughs> if you could illustrate, like, one thing, what would you want to illustrate, like? dream job illustration.
1: Man, that's a hard thing to pick. <laughs> I would love to do anything for Nintendo or Sega. I don't know if I'll ever get that. That I mean, like I have a couple of things that I would love to do. Um, there's a couple of companies that I'm like, I like what they do. There's um, one out in Oregon, they're called Lincoln. And okay. um, I watch their stuff like a hawk. They're making stuff. For Tony Hawk, they're making stuff for Hot Wheels, Ninja Turtles, Nickelodeon. Oh, that Sounds they awesome. They just illustrate all of the toy packaging and like everything that goes with it. Um, they did the like NWO, WCW, a lot of like nice. old stuff that I just, I gravitate towards like toy packaging. Right. And um, so they've done stuff for Tony Hawk. They've done stuff for the Amped tour the um some of those other uh dang uh, like x games kind of sports so i look at that stuff like religiously i'm like what are they doing that i'm not like tapping into my potential and so i just i like i look like i'm on the side of the shore like watching them like what are they doing how can i do that like how did they do that so cool yeah so i just keep looking forward and there's a lot of things that i'm like lord if i'm if i have a bucket list like you hear me and like I would love like to do something for Sega or Nintendo just to be just cool. one little thing. Like even <laughs> if it's like putting their logo on a on a birthday card, like I'd say I did it.
0: <laughs> I did it. I did it. I've worked with Sega and uh yeah, or Nintendo, and they now I can I can die happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, son, your father worked for Nintendo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My dad works for Nintendo. Oh man one down. time, son. <laughs> What's well, it's about a type. Well, man, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast today. I'm excited to have you on because uh, today we are going to be talking about, obviously, what we've been playing. And I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, we share a lot of the same interests, but I'm excited to hear kind of what's been going on on your side regarding video games. And then I thought it'd be really fun to revisit an old topic we recorded on episode 40. You know, we we're kind of tongue in cheek there for, you know, turning 40 slash 40th episode, being a gamer dad, or gaming parent dad gamers I don't know what you would even describe that as but we talked about it on September I think 20 I wrote it down here September 26 2017 so almost 5 years uh, over 5 years ago and a lot's changed a lot's changed uh, I'm a dad so I actually can speak to this now whereas before I was like interviewing you on you know what it was like so it'll be kind of fun to have a back and forth uh, but before we do that, quick housekeeping for you guys. Be sure, be sure to check out our polls on Spotify. I always mess that up. Uh, we have fun polls going on if you want to join the conversation there. Or you can review us, which would be very appreciated. And then also uh, write in your topics or questions to bitcast at com. It would be very much appreciated. Sorry, I got a dry mouth there. Uh, so, But moving into the next topic, Dustin, um, this is my one of my favorite segments of the show. The only other segment, really. I gotta know. What are you playing?
1: I'm actually playing Pokemon Scarlet right now. So oh.
0: I am your
1: your nemesis. Kind of <laughs> not really. Blue, red. Um I guess that would make me red. Yeah. 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 Red. Yeah, um yeah. I'm a little ashamed to say I've only an hour deep into it.
0: Hey, that's um, okay, man. That's okay. This is this is kind of the topic of the show today. It kind of ties in, it works out
1: yeah um so i think we will talk about it later but like i'm i'm learning how to play games as a parent and the ones that i really really want to play and so like i i didn't go to the midnight release i really considered it and they're like (laughs) we're gonna have a smash tournament if you want to come and like get pokemon and play smashed i was like that sounds awesome. oh i'd wax the floor with these kids <laughs> it'd be so fun but um yeah i've been playing scarlet for i guess it came out what three
0: weeks ago yeah about and ago. i played it
1: a total of an hour like just to kind of like pick it up put it down rock the baby back to sleep yeah and then like try to pick it up and then like all of a sudden i'm tired. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, let's just put you down. So
0: and also put myself down because I'm tired.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, I picked up Cowbunga Collection just so that yes. I could play Tournament Fighters. Yeah,
0: so, people have been saying classic. great things, great things about that game. Um, in terms of if if you are, if you were a person that played those growing up, this is like the most faithful uh, reproduction of those. I don't know how many titles are on there. There's like what I don't know six, seven, eight games on there or something like so. that they
1: have like every iteration of like yeah, they have like, like game down boy to versions. the game boy versions like mm-hmm. all of the arcades i think what it does is it's so faithful to the art and the visual media mm-hmm. like as a graphic designer i'm like <laughs> that it, it, that's an aside as a nerd for like ninja turtles like it's all, like this thing is like <laughs> faithful to showcase like how much ephemera came out at that time for video games and so yeah, i just man. think that you know it's so attractive to look at there's so much to play around with in there if you're not playing one of the games you can poke through and go through the, some of the comics and the little books that came mm-hmm. with it so I, I nerd out in those things and i mean they you can spend a few minutes and then you jump onto the next game and get your butt waxed in a tournament fighter because you don't know how to play anymore.
0: Dude, I've heard, I've heard some of those levels from the, uh, maybe it's the Game Boy game or I know the NES one is also incredibly difficult. So if you are, yeah, I mean like that's another thing with the new versions, you have the option to, you know, put in save states or rewind and do a lot more to actually make it through the games because without those, they are near impossible. It's just like this is a terrible level. Who designed this? <laughs> someone I'm who was stopping. trying to get someone who was trying to get quarters out of kids, I guess, in the arcades or something like that. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> well, what have you been playing?
0: Um, yeah, man, same as you, Pokemon Violet. Um, haven't had a chance as much to jump in. So, like, I've played about ten hours, I'd say, maybe even less than that. I've gotten to like the second gym. And I did like one of the ex, like one of the legend area places. Uh, and so that, that's all I've really done. I like, basically I got my starter, got my team to like level 25 to 30. And I'm just kind of sitting right there right now. But I'm, I'm having a ton of fun with it. I think the formula itself, like it being an open world Pokemon game, it totally works. Um, and we talked about this on mm-hmm. my, my previous podcast, but like, yeah, I just think this is the, this is what, we've kind of always wanted from Pokemon game, you know, just the ability to walk out into the wild and like, Oh, there's a Pokemon right there. The only thing is, it's just without the poor performance issues and jank. I think if they fix all of that, then it's going to be one of the best Pokemon games out there. You know, I really am having fun with it. So. I think
1: that they announced today that they're at least acknowledging the problems Mm -hmm. that they've had. And I've seen some notifications on Instagram about like, Hey, we hear you. And we're going to work on it. Now, what are they going to do? I don't think they're going to mod it to 60 frames per second like these people have been doing, but no. Uh, it was gorgeous. I was like, wow, okay. It doesn't look like I'm playing Elder Scrolls <laughs> Morrowind on the Xbox back here. <laughs> and uh, everybody's like, yeah, just, just like barely moving,
0: just like stop motion. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I so, see it. I've seen the 60 frames per second uh, stuff and it's, it's hilarious, but it, I mean, obviously it only will run on a PC that can have those specs. I mean, the switch absolutely cannot run that kind of game. So <laughs> are I you running the
1: OLED or are you using the regular, the regular OG. switch? OG, OG 20, me too. 20,
0: 2017 baby.
1: I had, I got that.
0: I had the, uh, I had the OLED pre-ordered and I was like, I don't need this. was like i don't need this i was like i i play in docked or like docked most of the time i'll play handheld every now and then uh but even then i'm like it's not as much of an upgrade that i think i need this like i was in target looking at the two displays and i was just like it does look nicer but not 350 more dollars nice you know i'm just like "Eh, i'm happy as it is i'm happy (laughs) (laughs) all right but yeah um it's been good but i hope i hope they they fix it up um And you know, playing in handheld is actually like, I probably should do that more because segue playing handheld as a dad is something that, or even just really a parent, not just a dad, uh, but playing in handheld as a uh, dad is uh, is very clutch sometimes because you're able to be closer to your child and more (laughs) cognizant of what they're doing in the same room with them as opposed to like attached or tethered to a tv you know there's there's a little bit more of a connection there so let's jump into the topic of the show which is being a dad gamer and like i said we podcasted about this on the uh september 26 2017 almost more than more than five years ago Uh, but yeah i'm a dad you're a dad and how many how many kids do you have now dustin I have three now. Okay. You have three and I have, I have one child, a son. And, um, you know, I'd say you definitely have more experience in this realm, but it'll be fun to have this discourse going forward. Uh, and so one of my first questions I have for you is do your kids like gaming? You know, last time we talked, I remember you're saying that you're like, yeah, my son's kind of interest interested, you know, it's a TV and he, he's checking it out, but I'm not totally sure yet. Uh, now that you've had five years under your belt, would you say that your oldest or any of your kids are into gaming?
1: Yeah, it's definitely my oldest. Um, You know, (laughs) at that time he was reaching for the Wii U remote. Um, Oh, the Wii U. Wow. The Wii U Pro. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh You know, I've got two sons and one daughter and um, they're five, three and one. Mm -hmm. So my oldest is the one that, you know, is obviously he was only like five or six months old when we first did that podcast. Mm -hmm. So him being on the floor and like reaching for the remote and everything and trying (laughs) to like play with me, it's definitely on a different level now, five years later, because like he can he can play on screen with me doesn't mean he wins or you know yeah. is is competent yet um but he well i'll take that back he is very competent at like racing games he can he can kind of like do that with assist mode on and he doesn't give up nice um, but he's definitely one that's way more interested now i will say at this point in time <laughs> he has lost his privileges for the switch for the week
0: uh, um
1: until his Focus in school kind of like narrows back down. Um, I want him to finish up this this school year really strong, and so we've been kind of like trying <laughs> so be, to being a good dad. I'm trying to be a good dad, and yeah. like we're baiting him a little bit. Is like a, I bought him a switch, bought him his own switch. Nice, and he's got the switch light so that. It's, he can just, because that's how he is. Yeah. He's just a little bit more rough and tumble than I was going to ask the ones that would snap off. I was like, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so he's got like the gray switch light. He's got his own set of games. I think the only downside to the switch that I don't like is that the games are so small that I've multiple times thought that he was going to lose my, um, copy of smash. And I'm just like, just don't lose my stuff. <laughs>
0: It's this small, you know, be careful with it. Okay, if you take it out, put it back where it's supposed to go. (laughs) Well,
1: I think it's like all of us too. We have that bad feeling of like when you don't save and you like eject your USB drive, you're like eject and you want to save your files. He's just like
0: rip. And I'm like, no, Oh, kids don't don't rip that game out, son. So so kids, yeah, kids do not have the the wherewithal to respect the device. It seems (laughs) not yet at least yeah they're getting there though they're getting yeah. there uh, it's mm-hmm. awesome for for henry right now he's just like i'll be playing like god of war like on the tv or something like that and he's very interested in what's going on like he'll sit there and watch it for a while And if he's sitting next to me, he is obsessed with any controller in my hand and especially the PS5 controller because it like lights up sort of. It has like the lights around the uh, the little touchpad in the center. And so he's always like reaching Mm for it, trying to play. And sometimes I'll put my headphones on him and he just kind of sits there and he likes hearing the music. Like it's fun watching his face because he's just like, whoa, like he <laughs> can just hear like what's going on. I'm trying, I don't usually walk him through a scene where there's like grisly violence going on and he's just like, I don't want to scare him. So I'm just like, yeah, look at the trees. This, turning. Is- <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. Look at the ocean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been fun so far, but you would say, I mean, obviously your kids have switches, so they're, they're, they're into gaming, which is cool. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the other original questions I asked you on the last podcast was, do you have an idea in your head of what games you'll want to show your kids first and so i'll rephrase that a little bit for you now that you have what games did you show your kids first like what was the if you if you can recall what was the first one that you were like all right here you go and they like actually played it i think it was when they uh
1: released the nes classics on uh, the switch so, so they yeah. put those on there yeah and i mean i'm wearing the shirt right now i've got my little mug and stuff like that so i mean i'm i'm rocking like a little bit of a super mario yeah. right there
0: for the listeners there's a little mario shirt on yep
1: Yep, just a super mario Bros. from the nes just the classic and i wanted them to follow my footsteps if it sounds kind of cliche but i was just like I wanted them to understand and appreciate like modern gaming by appreciating mm-hmm. how it started. Mm-hmm. Now, like I was about that same age as Jackson and I had a Sega Genesis and an NES. And so mm-hmm. I remember Saturday mornings, just like that was my time because I didn't get to play during the week. So I got to play on the weekends and I would get to play uh, Ristar. I don't know if mm-hmm. you remember that. Yep. Um, Vector Man. Yep. <laughs> I didn't get Mortal Kombat because it was not. Not allowed. Not yeah. a great,
0: age of too, yep. too much. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> too much.
1: I think we had Track Star for the NES and I could kick my butt now for not keeping the pad. Mm-hmm. But my sister and I would like smack the pads for the <sighs> racing on oh, the NES awesome. because we didn't want to stand on it. Um, so I have started.
0: Isn't, isn't Trackstar worth like a ton of money?
1: Yeah, that's why I feel terrible, yeah. because
0: I was like, we had
1: that game.
0: Well, you know, how would you have known? How would you have known as a kid? Oh, I mean, yeah, my parents
1: got rid of it at some yeah. point. So
0: <laughs> but, material things yeah, we, uh,
1: we play um, we played a lot of those. I put on the Super Nintendo and played like Super Mario 3. Um, I know I wrote it in the notes, but the first time that Jackson played Sonic and knew who Sonic was and like he had watched the tv and he would run through the house because like mm-hmm. um sonic x which is like the anime sonic that's on netflix yeah and he would run through the house to gotta go faster so he's like gotta go fast gotta go, gotta fast, go, gotta go yeah. faster, faster 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 and he would yeah. just run and jump off the couch and everything so <laughs> sonic has been like the embodiment of my son's spirit he's just like nah, nah, nah. and like he's just off <laughs> And so he's like, Dad, it's Sonic, and he like was looking at the TV, and of course it's like pixel Sonic, you know, and he's like doing this, and he 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 like I cried.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. The connection finally happened. Yeah, (laughs) it was full circle because I mean, like I think that's something like, yeah, mm -hmm.
1: it's something that like I grew up on. So like, you know, for you and for for your son, like when you get there and you're like, son. This is Ocarina of Time. Like, let me show you. And he's like, "Why are these graphics, terrible dad? But, you know, you want him to be like, this game was a blast. And you want him to enjoy what they're playing. And so, I mean, like he played the first level and got to the end and he couldn't beat Robotnik or anything. But like, to his point, like, I can't even get. Yeah, I was like, you played it. It was great. Yeah, I
0: mean. It was it was beautiful. That is so cool, man. That is so cool. I you know, it's funny you have the connection with Sega because I never was a Sega kid. Um Sonic was always such a hard game for me to comprehend even as a kid. I was just like I can go so many places in these maps and I don't know where I'm supposed to go and I'm going so fast that I don't even know if I'm doing the right thing most of the time. Like and I, I'll like run into spikes and I'm like, I guess I went the wrong way. I wasn't supposed to go there. I don't know. Whereas in like Mario, it was very clear like, Oh, you don't want to go to this thing. You don't want to touch the fire, you know, dodge the ghosts, you know? Uh, but mm-hmm. Sonic was always a hard one for me, but it's it's so cool that he's been able to experience that with you. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: He definitely enjoys that. He's played Sonic colors. Now he Ooh. watched me the other day. We played, um, I can't remember which Sonic, I think it was Sonic Mania again. And like, he was watching me try to like chase the chaos emeralds, mm-hmm. like where you kind of like make every turn and it speeds up and speeds up. And I was like, I finally caught one. I was like, Hey, good. No, I'm, I'm not terrible anymore. <laughs> I, I did it. And yeah. uh, he's like, dad, you got it. And I'm like,
0: <laughs> I did. That's right. I did. <laughs> I'm did. i a gamer. I'm, I'm, I, you'll, you'll learn one day, son. Your dad's a gamer. Your dad's a professional. <laughs> Uh, so for me, again, I haven't really introduced a game to Henry yet, but if if I were to show him one, um, I think you had already mentioned this earlier, but like, I think it's going to be something that is going to be very approachable. So for me, I'd probably start with like Mario Kart uh, on the Switch, honestly, because the accessibility options on there are so good. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, like turn on auto steer and like the auto accelerate in the thing that doesn't like let you um, fall off the edges you know i mean at that point Mm -hmm. eventually he can just kind of hold down the a button and then just go you know and he can still compete he can still have a fun time he will not he will will still obliterate him but (laughs) he'll at least be able to finish the race at that point um and then yeah i think i'll probably start with uh some of my favorites that i feel like he could comprehend like n64 titles you know mario 64 like hey this is a cool game because you know it blew my mind at the time and i think this is where a lot of games have kind of built their dna uh, off of this one so that would be that'd be where i would start with but yeah looking looking forward to uh meeting in five years from now on on this podcast again and i can uh, i can report back to you on what uh game you wanted to play
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i think that you're right with, with uh super mario 64 it's so approachable i mm-hmm. think it doesn't matter about the graphics it is still so much fun to play mm. because like one we haven't played it in so long and we play it and it's great and then they enjoy it and like they're like oh i can still do these things it's so approachable yeah and its longevity is like ridiculous because it's still something that's attractive even though it's low poly it's just like wow you know it's it like it looks can, good yeah, I can still let my imagination have a great time and go throw penguins off in the you know, the snow levels.
0: <laughs> into the abyss. <laughs> throw penguins the off death. the edge into
1: the death. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. He did that with something the other day. We were playing um, I can't remember what game it was, but he was just picking up the oh, it was the Super Mario 3D World that they put out on the Switch. Yeah. And you pick uh-huh. up the cats and like you kind of like heard the cats mm-hmm. and he was just chucking them off the side. And I'm <laughs> like
0: I don't and think you're supposed to do that. And I was like, but that's hilarious. <laughs> she's like, is he supposed
1: to do it? I was like, I did that with the penguins and the N64. I was like, he's fine.
0: <laughs> he's just testing the game to see what is actually allowed. It's 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 a classic <laughs> learning moment. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so now getting into the 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 meat of the conversation. So, I also asked this question last time. How would you say that your habits have changed your gaming habits have changed uh, as a dad now obviously with more kids uh, how would you say your habits have changed since you know I guess before kids <laughs> i definitely feel more like a spectator
1: um than mm-hmm. a than a true player right now okay and i think that you know i'm still involved in the community as much as i can be um i feel like at this stage in my life I'm 34 Think, yeah, I'm thirty-four. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying <laughs> that's what happens I'm kids, too. I don't you have just, to
0: remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see you, I see like all of my friends and you know, my friend from Cleveland like they're playing, they're streaming, they're trying, you know, they're really like, I feel like they're putting in the work and I just like watching with popcorn. Like I'm here for the show guys (laughs) and I get to appreciate it. And so I appreciate what you do. I appreciate what my friends are doing on stream because like, it makes me still feel sideways connected to it because like I'm not putting my hands on the controller, but I'm watching people play through things that I'm I really care about, like, I mean, like me picking up Pokemon and like watching tutorials, like over my lunch break, is like kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm just like, all right, I want to see what's going on. And you know, a few years ago, I was still watching like Smash tutorials on like advanced oh, yeah. techniques over my lunch break because I'm like, how would I do this otherwise? I don't have time at
0: home. Yeah, exactly.
1: And so I feel definitely more of a spectator. I definitely want to say that, like, I'm geared to play I want to play and I think that that's something that's been hard is because like I also want to spend time with my kids mm. I want to spend time with my wife and like I think any man in their household like always wants to put himself last mm. and typically you fight with yourself at the end of the day when you're like okay am I going to treat myself to a game or am I going to treat myself to sleep yeah. And you know yeah it's hard because it I is. think that you you want to play like an hour worth of games and then you're like, wait, let me get 15 minutes to kind of like get situated where I was, what I was doing. When's the last time I played and I downloaded God of war. I found, I know this goes back to our first um, podcast that I talked on with you is um, I went to a thrift store and I found a PS4 for a hundred dollars
0: Yeah, and I bought it
1: and I fixed it and um, I bought God of war. That's hilarious. and I've made it to the entry of the title screen, and that's as far as I've gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, the secret. You're a madman for starting God of War. I mean, if you if you had enough time to get a PS4 and fix it and then start God of War, I mean, like you know, you're you're doing it to yourself. You're doing it to yourself, you madman.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm very jealous of those people that can make these seventy. 80-hour games, like Elden Ring, I watched you go through it. And like, I've seen all my friends play it. There ain't no way I'm going to start it. Yeah. I was just like, because I can't finish it. <laughs> I was like, I would <laughs> love to. I would love to be defeated multiple <laughs> times and have my, you know, pride be belittled. Yes. But, you know, that I'll game just live is a, vicariously through everybody.
0: <laughs> that game is a beast. I, I love that. I love the, uh, the idea of being like a spectator. And then that being like a totally, totally acceptable or like cool way to engage in gaming still um because for me uh you know like everything's changed there, nothing is the same as it was before kids uh uh you can't play a game for multiple hours at a time really uh, i'm on full burst gamer mode these days where like i'll play 30 minutes here and there where i can fit it in and then yeah like you were saying if you really do care about something like if you like elden ring and you want to finish that game you have to sacrifice sleep. So you have to either wake up early to play or you have to stay up later to uh, to play. Um, and then, yeah, weekends, I, I work, my, my wife and I both work uh, full-time jobs. So uh, the only time we have with our son is on the weekends. And so, you know, really it is just like, all right, these little snippets of time during the week, I'll play a few hours here, a few hours in the morning. Um, and, you know, I just apply that principle. Like it takes me maybe a month and a half to finish a, tw- a standard like 20 hour game, maybe, you know. Um, so a big fan of games that try to keep this, the story short. Because I'm like, oh, I can I can finish this in a week or two? This is great, you know. But anytime I see like uh, an 80 hour tag, I'm like, ooh, that yeah. one is going to be a stretch. <laughs> yeah. So when Breath of the Wild comes out or Tears of the Kingdom comes out, you know, that's going to be, it'll be, an. I'm going to be a tired person. I'm going to be a tired person when that game comes out, but it'll be worth it.
1: Yeah, I think that that mindset for those games, they're so attractive. I know why they call them like the, you know, the the big picture games where they're like, you know, big A titles, like everything like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Open world. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a blast. And then, you know, even the newest God of War. I love Norse mythology. I love... Mm -hmm. Everything about like God of War as far as like what it was because I played it on the PlayStation 2 back in the day and I mm-hmm. beat it and like I just saw it progress and then I was just like I haven't had a PlayStation like I hadn't had a console since the Wii U and then I, I gapped until the Switch. And that yeah. was – I just had, like, a gap. I had a 3DS, and that would just keep me entertained. Yeah, on, And I would play, like, the N64 games on those. And, yeah. you know, it's been a while. So I think that, you know, the nice thing about portable gaming and what it means for a parent, and, like, especially, like, we were talking earlier, I could just have Austin or Jackson asleep on me, and, like, I didn't have to move my arms much. Like, it was a very mm-hmm. gentle experience because it wasn't, like – you know yeah. doing anything and they were able to sleep on my arms and it was very passive like just kind of like okay you know like playing harvest moon like whether well, they're asleep who cares like yeah. they're fine that's such and, a funny uh, that's know. such
0: a funny point about not having like waggle controls you know you're like trying to hold your child and you're like playing mario galaxy or something like that and you're just wiggling <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny
1: I think the hard part is like I still have all of the Wii U pieces, like everything for the Wii. And mm-hmm. I want to introduce that maybe in our new house this into January yeah, um, to my kids. But, you know, I remember people throwing their like controllers into their TVs yeah, and it's they did have like the things on it. It's a risk. And uh, we bought Wii U Sports for Jackson. Yeah. And like you have the ability to kick and swing and do all of this stuff which is a blast i enjoy it and he enjoys it but like we have to like move the furniture we have to back him up and put like a piece of tape down and say don't cross this line now because like he gets into like the sword fighting the baton Mm -hmm. fighting he's like and he just keeps hitting it and i'm like okay dude like rage
0: got to bring it back, got to bring it back, bring it back. This is great. You're getting some exercise. You know, you're, you're, you're playing, you're having a fun time, but we got to bring it back. we got to bring it back. And kids have so much Mm -hmm. energy. You know, you can't, you can't stop them. You can't stop them. Okay. So he's having a blast. (laughs) So, so closing this out, um, what tips would you have for parents out there that are just entering into this next phase of life and that want to keep gaming as a hobby? Like what any, any like nuggets of wisdom you would have to distill, uh, for folks that are are wanting to keep gaming in their life as a parent?
1: I would say keep your consoles. That's one of my biggest, mm, um, yeah. One of my biggest things is, you know, I have a lot of consoles and some that I'm still trying to, to get that I don't have or never had and still would like to play. Yeah. Um, I'd say keep your consoles is one of them. Keep your games. Don't trade them in because like, you know, how often are you going to, get a a fair exchange on these games now, you know, Mm -hmm. especially if they're digital, you're not going to get anything. So I'd say keep your games, you know, keep, keep your eyes out for things that are kid appropriate. And like, I think when we talked uh, back on episode 40, um, (laughs) That I, I look at um, games at Goodwills and thrift stores and things that like other kids are done with that my kids never got to experience. So, you know, I have a lot of the Lego Star Wars, I have a lot of the Lego Harry Potters and things like that yeah. picked out for the Wii U, for the Wii. Um, I pick up anything that I think's super kid appropriate and I'm like, they're not now, but I'll I'll hold on to it. I'll take care of it. Kind of, so like a library for my kids when they're ready to start gaming. Yeah. And, you know, I've amassed a lot of stuff just because I want to share that with them. I want them to know that their dad is fun. Like I'm a lot <laughs> yeah. of the times a disciplinarian, but like, you know, your dad's fun, Jackson. I'm sorry. Like I'm I'm a pretty cool dude.
0: I'm actually pretty awesome. Um,
1: Yeah, I'm pretty awesome. And you'll never beat (laughs) me at smash. Um, uh, But I would say, like, introduce your kids early and let them play Um, things that are appropriate. Like, I mean, I think everybody has their own level of what they're willing to allow their kids to be around. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt so bad um, when we lived in Cleveland. I had bought Doom Eternal.
0: Oh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: and um i started Uh playing it and rip and tear like it was just such a it's a great soundtrack if you ever want to just like run and rage to it yeah um but my son's room was right upstairs so everything all of the sound was going straight through the vent into his room (laughs) yeah and i was like you know i don't want him to wake up and this be the sound that comes through there and him like get really scared and so I was just like okay so I got rid of that game um because I knew he was in the house dad what is happening (laughs) yeah what is rip and tear and then but um I just you know I I really want to be a part of their lives I want to be a part of their gaming memories when they get older when they're our age and they're talking about like my dad used to peep me in Mario Kart and it was about 10 years old when I finally like kicked his butt yeah you know
0: oh that's you know I think
1: the my parents didn't really get to share like gaming because they were working and you know they had a a rotating schedule Mm -hmm. Um, my wife and i both work nine to five you know we're off in the evenings we're off on the weekends and we spend a lot of time with them and so like i think that it's important that if it's your hobby and you want them to share it with you that you have to kind of like bring them in young and then Mm -hmm. on the other side when they start getting to where they're interested in things like my son likes things that I don't particularly like watch or want to watch or care to like, but I need to be his biggest supporter too. And, you know, yeah. even for my daughter, like I wrote in the notes, that if she wants to play cooking mama, I'll play cooking mama with you. I don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah, play You know?
1: Yeah. That's awesome. So I think that you want to spend some time with them and enjoy what they enjoy because that's their memories. They're going to be like, my dad always made me play Mario and I don't want to play Mario. I want to play, I'll play Fortnite. Whatever we'll <laughs> play Fortnite, which you know we we, we kind of hold off on the guns for a little bit right now i think yeah. that you know just as a five-year-old who i can't even keep from jumping on the couch he doesn't I need can't that. keep him yeah you know, i was like he, he doesn't need
0: that right now he doesn't need that yeah uh I, I i love that man that's that's really really sound advice too really solid um i think you know letting them pursue their hobbies as well and, and taking interest in them. That's, that's, a, that's a great nugget of advice because, yeah, I think you ultimately want to share the hobbies you enjoy uh, with your kids. But if they don't enjoy them, then it's like, okay, that's fine. But also, what, what do you enjoy? I, I want to know that I support whatever you're trying to pursue. So that's that's great. I think for me, what I've learned in my short stint of being a dad, I'd say um, prioritize. like Prioritize first. Gaming is just a hobby you know, um, other responsibilities will come first. So, uh, like as soon as you kind of prioritize, like, okay, family, and then like friendships and, and then hobbies, or right? You know, like, however you want to look at that, like, just make sure you prioritize, prioritize appropriately. And then I'd say, set your expectations lower for how much gaming you're going to be able to fit in because that's just, that's just the reality. You know, don't, don't wish or, or assume you're going to be able to play like you did in college. It's just, just not going to happen or, you know, in high school, whatever. And then I'll say, you'll likely need to sacrifice something so you know uh and, and, and usually that something is time if, if you want to actually fit gaming into your life you're going to have to sacrifice time uh, to be able to like make it work uh, and so time sleeping whatever that is uh, but just make sure you allocate that and schedule it appropriately uh, because you can't i know scheduling is lame but if you're keeping a busy schedule um, and you want to try and make sure you're again prioritizing having a way to be like okay i'm going to dedicate this early morning right here to play like an hour of this game and like that's on the schedule and like cool i can i can do that and it's just something that that's like my time Uh, but then you have the rest of the day to kind of just make anything else happen that's been like really helpful for me because i'm not a person who likes schedules so i'll be the first to say that but it does really free up uh, the ability to be able to pick and choose different segments or like really just visualize what a week looks like for me and say okay i have a time block right here where i can play a little bit of pokemon scarlet or pokemon violet you know um and i think that's that's like been the most helpful for me do yeah, you find this find... i'm
1: tacking on that yeah i mean scheduling i don't i don't think i'm as brave as you to wake up early and play a game i don't think i'm <laughs> on that on that strength level i i think i stay up later and you know i definitely friday nights for sure when i don't have to wake up so early because we've got to get the kids to school and daycare and then be in work by eight o'clock it's it's Mm -hmm. a busy morning um i think that you know playing late having people online um staying connected in a community you know i think they always have really sad like um show up times when your friends are younger like i have some twenty-year-old friends that are online and all the time, and they're like, "Where are you at?" And I'm like, "Putting the kids to bed, bro." Like,
0: <laughs> they yeah, they get on there. They get on at like eleven o'clock, and you're like, "Ah, oh, dude, I'm going to bed." <laughs> like, I can see
1: on the way out.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, it's so good to talk to you for like two seconds. I got to go to bed now. Uh, that happens to me all the time. Yeah. Well, that was great, man. This has been a uh, this has always been fun to uh, catch up and talk about being a gaming parent. I'm glad we got to do part two of this reloaded. Or however going to, we want to phrase this, um, but unfortunately, all that is the end of our podcast. Uh, remember, you can uh, always write into us at bitcast at If you are a parent, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, any advice you want to give us, anything that's worked for you, we'd love to love to hear it. Uh, Dustin, thank you so much for jumping on the show, man. It's always good to talk to you.
1: Thank you for inviting me again. It's been a fun, yeah, a fun time. And-
0: Absolutely dude. Uh where where can anyone find you? Any any plugs you want to drop on the show before we close out? Not on LinkedIn. <laughs> not on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm there but I'm not there. You
1: can find me on Instagram if you want to hang out or you know find me at the early time. It's just Dustin HY. So I'm hanging out over there. I'm on TikTok, but I'm not like posting. So I'm just kind of auditing like gamer content and yeah, yeah. anything that I can see on there. So I'm like anything that brings me closer to like the gaming community. I'm pretty much just on Instagram watching or watching on TikTok. So I'd love to follow people just so that I can watch if you want to share your <laughs> yeah. stuff with me as well.
0: <laughs> That's a great invite. Yeah. If you if you have cool content, Dustin wants to see it. Be sure to share it. Well, For sure. Other than that, guys, go to BitBloggist.com to see another content we have coming out there. I'm sure we'll have some new pieces here pretty soon. And you can t- catch us on all the social channels, you know, Twitch, Discord, all that jazz at BitBloggist. Until next time, though, this has been BitCast. Thanks for tuning in Let's talk about some stuff.